And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello. You've got to serve somebody. That's what Bob Dylan says. Today at Lawyers for Jesus Radio, we're going to be speaking with a musician. I'm John Mauk, an attorney at the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. We are all Jesus-following attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, and defending religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call 312-726-1243. Today, we'll be speaking with Julian Reed, a member of the Juju Exchange, a musical partnership of four childhood friends who use past experiences to create music to draw draws influence from hip-hop, jazz, classical, and pop. Have you ever sung a hymn? In this time of year, we're listening to a lot of Christmas carols. Are you a member of the choir? Do you love music? Do you hate music? Do you not get music sometimes, or does it irritate you? We're going to talk with Julian and find out about how he, as a Christian artist and a a singer and songwriter and musician, uh, draws inspiration from the music he hears. Julian, welcome to our show. Thank you so much, John. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us about how you got interested in music and how it became relevant to your faith. I've been playing music all my life. I started in music appreciation class when I was two, and shortly thereafter was taking piano lessons. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You you mean your mother wasn't playing uh, classical music while you were in the womb? I'm sure. I, I'm sure she was. <laughs> I, I why did you? Why did you wait so long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, and actually, my mom, uh, Reverend Adana Reed, she was in a past phase of life a semi-professional harpist. So I'm sure I even heard it before. There you, know, you go. Uh huh. There you go. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've been playing all my life and grew up playing in church. We attended church on the south side at. Um, Church of the Good Shepherd, and then also St. Mark United Methodist Church. And in between those two places, I was constantly exposed to music, and in particular at St. Mark and other Methodist churches on the South Side, I was playing music often in church. And so I always had an appreciation from very early on, one, for God's existence and God's presence in my life, and then two, for the connection of music to worship, the connection of music to religious expression. But truth be told, John, it wasn't until I got to seminary. I'm currently down here in uh, seminary at Canada School of Theology at Emory. It wasn't that until I got down here and really started to think through what it meant for my life in ministry uh, to be a musician that I started to think about the, con- the explicit connection between music and my faith. And I have had a great appreciation for it playing in church, playing 
uh, jazz and thinking critically about what it means to improvise for the Lord and with the Lord. And it's just been a great time to be able to do that in all kinds of venues. And so it's been an organic process over the course of my life. Well, let's let's go a little deeper with that, Julian. And uh, we're going to listen to some of the music you, your band plays in, uh, in, in just a moment. Uh, this is an excerpt from The Exchange. We're going gonna to hear for uh, a short portion of it. What should the listeners expect, and what do you draw from th- this music that we're going to be playing, and how can our listeners uh, connect to it? The song The Exchange is called that because it's, a, it's all about the exchange that we four have when we play music. You'll hear here, sorry, no pun intended, you will H-E-A-R, space H-E-R-E, you'll hear the way that we try to listen to one another and try to make a very diverse sound come through. And later on in the set, you'll hear songs that are expressly coming from encounters I've had with God through um, encounters I've had with people. And so I look forward to talking about all of that with you, John, as the session goes All right. Let's listen to Exchange. You know what that reminds me of, Julian? Uh, what? And it's it's a body of body of Christ metaphor, but the way a football team or a basketball team coordinates, and uh, jazz musicians are are coordinating, listening to each other, each uh, providing a different contribution, playing a different instrument, and if we listen to our music that way, we may get a better understanding of how we function within the body that that is paul uses the metaphor of the body but uh, using the metaphor of the team or of of the ensemble uh, can all help us find our place and what instrument are we supposed to be playing is that what you were trying to tell us that's a beautiful beautiful read of it john wow i love love that read and i would love for people to hear music like that all the time. Matter of fact, I just can't believe you put it like that, John. That's what my whole thesis is on. I'm writing about um, the way people listen to music without words, particularly where this improvisation, like exchange, like the other songs that my band plays or I play around town. And my hope is that when people go to shows, our show, any show, that they can really adopt a posture of reading the music on stage uh, akin to a way that they would look to read the scriptures for God's hand. When we read the scriptures, we see the, the authority of the scripture grab us and call us to obey, call us to repent, call us to be in the world in a particular way to witness to the love of God. And I think that's similar. That's a similar posture that we can take in any setting, including listening to music that when we listen to music, like exchange, we can hear, the rhythm that's going on and think about how God calls us to see 
ourselves as being people of rhythm in the world? Do we keep the beat? Yeah. Are we the people I'm, that I'm, our families can rely on? Amen. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk, the law firm of Malk and Baker. And today we're speaking with Julian Reed, a member of the band The Juju Exchange. And Julian is a Christian musician and giving us insights into how to listen and how to how to perform. Uh, how can this music help people who maybe are are listening, who are members of a choir, a choir director, or or as we participate in the music in in uh, our churches, we sing. How how can we uh, bring a, a deeper insight into our own performances? When we listen, when we play, and when we sing in church. We always have the opportunity to listen carefully to what's going on in the person right next to us. If you're in a choir, you can think hard about how to blend your voice with the voice of the person singing next to you. And that's not just about making the notes sound good. That's about a deep human connection. And so when you listen to my music or other people's music, that can encourage you to do the same. God calls us to be with people in the world, to really listen to their stories and to join them. And when we join with them, we can make beautiful sounds. And so that's something, if you're a choir director, you can do. If you're singing from the pews during the Messiah or a holiday cantata, you can do that. And we can be doing that all the days of our lives. Well, one of the things I, I enjoy in, in singing, I'm not a musician, but I, you mentioned the, the Messiah. We always uh, sing that at... Uh, uh, Resurrection Sunday and 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 often uh, during Christmas celebrations as a congregation, uh, it's mm. tough music. It's tough music to to hit all the notes, particularly if if I want to uh, take the tenor or or, or bass uh, bass parts. But uh, the Holy Spirit seems to take over and and help us connect. Amen. And how do how do we? Uh, get our hearts into the Holy Spirit while we're listening to people next to us, while we're trying to follow the words. Uh, any uh, advice on immersing ourselves? Yeah, you can. I heard it said once, maybe by a famous Christian theologian, that when you sing, you pray twice. And if you, if you think in that way about singing in church, then you can ask God to give you insight into why you sing. Why do we spend so much of our time in church singing? Why is it that one of the main uh, illustrations in scripture of what will happen around the throne is people singing? The angels in Isaiah are saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. They're singing. Amen. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk further with, with you, Julian, and the a band, the Juju Exchange, which is going to have a concert in Millennium Park on December 19th. And we'll talk more about how we can all draw inspiration and meaning through music. I'm John Malk, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk, partner of the law firm of Malk and Baker, and we're talking with Julian Reed, a member of the band The Juju Exchange, about how we as believers can take a deeper hold on our music and understand how we can use music to transform our lives and those around us in ways that perhaps we haven't thought of before. Uh, Julian, we were just listening to Patience, uh, which is one of the compositions that your band will be playing on December 19th at Harris Theater in Millennium Park. Uh, you mentioned that this connects to prison ministries and helping prisoners. Could you explain that to us? Yeah, I worked in prison ministry a couple of years ago, and I have made this song in response to it. It helped me while in prison, while working with people in prison, I saw that I needed healing as much as they needed healing, and we all needed healing. So with the bass player, Lane Beckstrom, he and I wrote this song called Patience, which is for everybody's healing. And how do you see that healing taking hold as, as someone, uh, well, you're someone who plays the music, but to, to, uh, to the listener? My hope is that the sounds can be soothing, that the sounds can give just a nice, a, a beautiful sense of a listening experience. But also, I hope that with the space left in between the phrases, which you heard there on the recording, that people can think about spaces in their lives where they can think about where they need healing in their lives. And that the pace of the song invites people into that kind of reflection on where they are. Yeah, and I think that that's a, that's a great insight, Julian, that uh, we need to have the courage to touch our fears and our hurts and our wounds because it's difficult yeah. to get healing just from external if we're not willing to expose those to ourselves and to God, to, to talk to God about how, how we're wounded, how our divorce wounded us or our breakup with our girlfriend wounded us or our failure in school or our anger with a friend, whatever that has hurt us in the past, our own sin, of course, Unless we can confront that, right. we can't deal with it. But but sometimes when we confront it and we're listening to music, how do how does how does that openness to our to our sin and to our hurt uh, reach out to the music so that the music can then uh, touch and heal us? Yeah, something I love about playing music without words is that it helps get at those emotions or those feelings or those instincts that we have that we can't put words to So with everything you just said, with all the sin that we've experienced in the world around us and even within us, some of that just goes beyond what we can say. And you just hear as scripture says, you hear the groans in creation. Oh yes. That, and, uh, yeah. And what, what you're talking about reminds me of uh, Paul talks about praying in tongues because yeah. sometimes we don't know what we're praying, but there's with groans and utterances that words cannot yeah. express, but we're we're connecting through to the spirit on a deep level that's actually transcending some of our mental capacities, 
but we trust by faith and by uh, understanding the Word of God that something transformative happens yeah. when we pray in tongues or listen to deep music. Uh, exactly. We're going to... We're going to listen to another one of your songs, Jubilee, which has a, a biblical name. Uh, maybe you could talk about that and then what to expect and how to listen to this segment. So uh, tell sure. us about Jubilee. Jubilee is a song that's about deep celebration, and it's about the kind of celebration that harkens back to ancient Israel, who in the year of Jubilee would forgive all debts, and people who were in bondage economically, they were freed and given land and restored to relationship. Also, what I love about the title is that it points in a veiled way to where we are now, living in the year of God's favor, which Jesus says in Luke 4 that he's come to talk about the year of the Lord's favor, the year of Jubilee. So in this period of grace that we have from Jesus until he returns, we're in this period of Jubilee. And so it's a way for me to talk about this celebration and also even to reflect on something I hold to um, as I wait for Jesus to return. Amen. So now, uh, Jubilee. Okay, that that makes me want to dance and uh, yeah. celebrate. <laughs> what what oh, instruments good. do you have uh, playing at that at that point in this segment we just heard? So that's Nigel Seagal on trumpet. He's in the band. Lane Beckstrom's on bass. He's in the band. Everett Reed, my brother, is on drums. He's in the band. I'm on keys, and then also Nate Fox um, has helped with adding a lot of the electronic sounds that you hear in a moment like that. So we're all working both with acoustic instruments and electronic ones to create what you just heard. And, and, and thus the celebration comes from knowing that our sin is forgiven and our debts are paid. Yeah. So I try really hard to think about that when I play the song. Um, and you know, the song means different things to different people in the band. But again, like we were saying earlier in the, in the segment, that celebration is something that Christians can always participate in and then involve others in. Um, and I think that's a form of witness. And so this song is an example for me about how I testify to my faith, even in a group where people don't share the same views. And I think that's an exciting way to be out in the world sharing about the gospel. Well, one of, one of the uh, interesting things about this concert that's coming up on December 19th at Harris Theater in the Millennium Park, where you will be performing, is the title. Although this is put on by a secular organization, uh, the title is The Price of Peace, which uh, I take to be an allusion to the uh, violence going on in our society, and particularly in our, our, our city, but it has, a, it has an echo of Isaiah 9-6, does it not? Exactly, John. Um, the group that's putting on is Fulcrum Point, 
new music project, and they've commissioned us to write this music. And so I've been the one primarily uh, writing it and came up with this concept for thinking about the history of the city and how any call for peace currently has to reflect on its history, which, to your point, includes a lot of violence. For me, it's always drawing me back to Jesus to think about the Prince of Peace who's experienced violence and ultimately overcome it. But for the sake of this song, or for the sake of the concert, the price of peace is a creative way to think about an allusion to Jesus, but then also to just think about the fact that there is a great price that the city would need to pay for there to be peace. Well, there's a price we all need to pay, and and that is to surrender to Mm -hmm. the Prince of Peace, to the mighty God, to the everlasting Father, to the wonderful Counselor, to the child that... Uh, is born to us, and this this time of year, I think it's a wonderful way to reflect upon the yeah. Lord, and 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 perhaps uh, listeners who are believers and have non-believer friends, you, you can say this is not a Christian concert, but there are right. so many connections to Jesus in the world we live in. It's a it's a good way to bridge the gap, if you will, because that's something that. Believers are always uh, struggling with how do I communicate the wonderful wonders of the Lord to people who've heard it a lot and sometimes have barriers. You see that that sometimes, how, how has that worked in your experience? I've been surprised, John, at the way people are respectful if they, if they see that you are willing to partner with them. And so I, we have many conversations in the band and I, with all the people who I'm collaborating for with this concert have had many conversations expressly about the scriptures and how I'm drawing inspiration directly from that. Um, but because we're able to make this music that's reflecting on shared common goods, people are able to respect and live with it. Amen. Julian, thank you for speaking with us today. Julian Reed, how can people learn more about your music, and the upcoming concert. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure to be here. They can learn more about the concert itself by going on Harris Theater's website where you can purchase tickets. The date is December 19th at 7.30, the Juju Exchange and Fulcrum Point New Music Project. You can learn more about our music, the Juju Exchange's music, by visiting our website, thejuju.life. Or you can go on Twitter, or on Instagram and look at the Juju Exchange handle. That's J-U-J-U Exchange, E-X-C-H-A-N-G-E. God bless you. And if you have a legal need or questions and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Mauk and Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K. B-A-K-E-R.com. I'm John Malk, partner at Malk and Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.